Hey guys, real quick before this episode starts, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who reached out over this last week. I wasn't able to put this episode up. It got delayed. The move took priority, but a lot of you guys had some great things to say and reach out about. I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you and also thank you for your patience and thank you to today's guest for his patience. And let's start the episode. You are listening to the Business RPG Podcast, a show where you can learn from successful nerds and find the tools that you need to grow your nerdy business or project. I'm your host, Sir Isaac, and I would like to extend an open invitation to you to come get to know me, come be part of the community, and come join the Business RPG. Pull out your phone if you would and look me up on Instagram at Business RPG. Send me a follow, send me a DM, send something my way and give me an opportunity to get to know you, to introduce myself and just connect. Guys, welcome to today's episode and it has been a long time in the coming. I've wanted to do this episode since I, well, since episode two, but more about that in a second. Today's question, what have you done today? to help you move towards getting into the industry or the job or the business that you love? Is it something that you're working on or do you just talk about working on it? I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that it's a fast process. I can attest to that right now. It is neither. But have you taken any steps towards it? Today, we have a return guest. I am blessed to have on my friend, Sean, who is also known as Did Somebody Say Retro on Instagram. I know a lot of you have listened to the first interview that we did, which is episode two. If you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to that after this episode if you'd like to get to know him more and and learn more about what it is that he does. After we talked last time, I told him that if he ever wanted to come back on, he has an open invitation for me. If there's something big going on in his life, if there's something that's worth taking the time to talk about, just let me know and we'll set up a time. And much to my delight, he took me up on that a couple weeks ago. We set up a time and we got together to record this episode and there was something he wanted to announce on the podcast and share with both of our audiences. So I am very, very happy to have him on. I'll say this now, I kept myself in the dark for the most part going into this episode, so I hope that you are able to enjoy it as much as I did while we are talking and kind of go through the experience with me. But before I start, let's pause right here and make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Also, if you would like to help the show out, or really just any show that you get free content from, guys, consider leaving them a five-star review. Do it for me, do it for whatever your favorite podcast is, if it for some reason, isn't the business RPG, but that helps more than you might think. And if people are giving you free content, it's it's the least you can do. Just take a couple of seconds, go down, say what your favorite episode was or what the thing is that really drives this show home for you, and just leave them that feedback because that helps them make their show better. And it's really, really encouraging, and I can attest to this, it's really encouraging to get that feedback, to know that you're putting this out there. Someone listened and took the time to give some feedback. It makes my day. So if you would like to make the day of your favorite podcast host, go ahead and leave them a review wherever that might be. Okay, that's enough of my soapbox. Let's start the interview. Sean, welcome back to the Business RPG. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, I, I've been wanting to do this interview for a while. Yeah, you man. know that. And I know you've been busy. I know you've had a lot going on between yep. our sporadic conversations and the times I've just reached out randomly for tips. 
but I don't know all of what's been going on. So, yeah. Sean, what is new with Did Somebody Say Retro? So, uh, there's been a big development recently, as you're aware, and I've managed to land a job with uh, my, my favorite place to go to in the country. It's, it's an arcade bar called NQ64, and they're uh, a national and uh, they're expanding as well. Yeah, I went there and visited a couple of years ago, and one thing's led to another, and I'm I'm in this uh, great position. So yeah, I really wanted to, uh, really excited to talk about it, man, and let let you and and the audience know uh, what it is that I do, and yeah, how I got here. So let's let's start there because I, I'm I'm going to just guess fifty percent of the people who listen to this episode have already listened to that episode that we yep. first did. But for anyone who's new to the podcast or new just coming on. Give give a brief summary of who is Sean and what is Did Somebody Say Retro? So Did Somebody Say Retro, I started it four years ago as a way to connect with more people. I was into something which is obviously uh, uh, much bigger than it used to be called retro gaming. So I was into that and I didn't have I didn't have a lot of people to, to talk to about it. So there was a few people I knew. I've got a couple of friends that are into it, but not people that were as 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 fascinated and obsessed by it than that I was so I sort of thought let's let's make a page I can share my collection and I can link up and speak to people on social media so I did that and at the same time I was refurbishing Game Boy Advances so I did a few of those and then my collection started to grow and then I moved house uh, and then I built a games room and then I documented the whole thing there and and building that up and then basically one thing has led to another. I've done modifications and sold them all around the world. I've done one-of-a-kind projects as well. So I've done a build-your-own-game-boy kit that went really well uh, last year, I think it was. I did a couple mm-hmm. of couple of batches of that. But what my, the whole core of the reason why I do things is because I understand the really big positive aspects that are for, come from nostalgia. So I want to, I've made it my job to deliver nostalgia to people, as many people as I can, so that they feel the, the, the good nostalgia that I feel when I play on one of my games in the collection or when I see a, a picture of a game that I haven't seen for years. I want people to feel that. I want people to, to, to be happy. So if I can do my little bit to make people happy on a daily basis, that's where I am. That that's what I'm here to do. Um, but as I say, one thing has led to another, and more people have been interested in what I'm doing. And yeah, that's in, briefly what what did somebody say retro is about. So walk me through where you're at now. You, you've done some amazing things with your your passion and turning it into a career. But let's let's dive into that. Where are you at sure. now? So on the first of August, I was officially employed by NQ64. So now I am responsible for looking after all of their consoles in each of their sites. So at the moment, they're, they're just about to open Edinburgh next week. So that would be site number five, NQ64 site number five. Got two in Manchester, one in Liverpool, one in Birmingham, and that one in Edinburgh. They've also got two other places. One's called the Black Dog Ballroom and one's called the Dog Bowl. The Dog Bowl that has a mini NQ64 in there as well. So I'm also responsible for those three consoles in there. It's got a bowling alley and stuff like that. So it's really cool. So now I look after I look after all of those consoles. So I have to ensure that for the new sites, that those five consoles that they have 
which is the PS1, Super Nintendo, Mega Drive 2, N64, and GameCube, that they're ready to go. So they're modified. Um, they have all the games that they need. They have all the controllers that they need. They have spares. Um, everything's, you know, they've got very, very good um, video output on there. So they're modified. So they're, they're visually really, really impressive. They run very smoothly. So that people can come and play when they're not playing on the arcade machines, they can also sit down and play on some of the consoles. So yeah, I'm responsible for those. So if anything breaks, so tomorrow I'm heading up to Birmingham to take two or three GameCube pads that are repaired on Monday. So I've opened them up, cleaned them up, um, fixed the joysticks. I'll go and change them over and make sure that everything's set up and everything and that the the customers can still come in and everything's always ready to go. I'm responsible for some of their uh, social media content. So for TikTok in particular, I create TikTok videos. We could use those on Instagram as well, which I think will happen. And yeah, I support I support social media as well. So that's it's it's both of those aspects are things that I have been actively doing for a while now for myself. So it's just nice now that it's been recognised that I have passion and 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 some skill in that and they want me to do it for them as well so yeah we're at that stage now i officially work for them i handed in my notice and finished my last job uh a few uh, literally a few days ago it's it's finished and yeah now i'm at this brand new exciting stage congratulations man <laughs> i saw you fist pump then that's why for the listeners you uh, oh, isaac man. was fist pumping then that's why yeah. i was laughing <laughs> So you have taken this passion that you're really excited about, which is mm-hmm. the the retro and the the consoles and and the gaming and everything, and the nostalgia yeah. that that you get people to feel. Yeah, and you've turned it into a profession. Yeah, can you kind of walk us through what that process looked like? Because we know what Sean looked like from the start of Instagram to where this was. Okay, you know, you hit. I think it was 26k recently. Uh, 28. 28k yeah 28 yeah congratulations again <laughs> but you hit 28k and did somebody say retro is is doing amazing but now you've leveraged that into this job you know what mm-hmm. what does that process look like from going from passion to career regarding nq64 that started from what i what i did is i went went on the internet and i wanted to find an arcade in the country that i really wanted to go and visit so i went on onto google and typed in arcades and found a few that were around the country. And I saw one that was in Manchester and it's about an hour and a half away from here. So what I did is I spoke to the missus and we decided that because she's always supported me in what I do. So she was happy for us to go and do a city break on the basis that we, we go in there. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Um, so we do other things. We did other things as well, but the, the main reason why we went there was to go to NQ64. So I decided that, Right, I'm I'm gonna document this. So I went there, um, and then we recorded some stuff on the way. So my partner took my phone and recorded us going down the motorway and seeing the Manchester sign and all that sort of stuff. And then I took it out and recorded us walking through the city centre. That was my one of my first Instagram TV videos. So on on Instagram, there was a point around that time where you could you could you could upload a video that was longer than like 30 seconds or 60 seconds. And it was like a full screen video as well, yeah. rather than it being cropped. So we did that. Um, I recorded one 
And yeah, I went there and spoke to the guys that were there, said to them how much I love it. And I'm a big hip hop head as well. So I love old school hip hop. That's my, that's my jam. Like that's my, that's my music. If there's one other thing that I love, it's hip hop. So I went there and I had no idea what music to play in there. I walked in and they were playing um, like a Tribe Called Quest and Gangstar, like my favorite ever artists and groups. And it just blew my mind. So I just felt like I was walking into somewhere that, because I think and, and dream and, and vision things that I'd like to do all the time, all the time. And it was like I was walking in and, and going into somewhere that I've, I've thought about in the past. <laughs> like I was thinking, this is how I would do it. I love this place. So I went in there, spoke to the manager, just uh, gave them like my card and I was like, really like this place. I'm just going to record some stuff if that's okay. And they were really cool with it. And then the I think it was the area manager that was there as well or it was somebody that was there. I'm sure it was the area manager. And he, I spoke to him, and then they mentioned that they were opening Birmingham soon as well. So Birmingham is much closer to my house. It's like, rather than it being an hour and a half, it's like 25 minutes away. So then I was I was like, oh, oh my life. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So, so then after that, they said to me that when we do the testing, you can come and test the consoles as well. So they have testing nights. So they'll do like a Monday and a Tuesday and loads of people get to go there. Um, and then you can go and test all the consoles out, test all the arcade machines out and make sure everything's tip top. So I did that, went to Birmingham, took some of my friends with me. And then, yeah, we were in Birmingham. This was like a few months later. And then in there, I spoke to the manager there as well, just introduced myself, just said, you're going to see a lot of a lot more of me. I'm going to be coming in and making content <laughs> for my page. So let's. I'll let you know. You know, I'm Sean. Nice to meet you. And then they said the directors are over there. Um, I can get you to. I can introduce you to them later if you want to. So I was like, yeah, like, absolutely. That's cool. Carried on playing an arcade machine on an arcade machine. Uh, I was with my friends who was playing on. I think it was Terminator Two. It was on the Terminator Two machine or something. Yeah, and then he called me over, and then I went and spoke to them, and I spoke to the two guys, and yeah, we, uh, I, they said to me, "We really appreciate the work you've done for, like the content you've made of of NQ sixty four." And I was blown away then because I was thinking I, I didn't know that they'd seen it and they had. So they were um, they were like, "Yeah, really happy with that. Um, it's really nice of you to do that." And then they gave me a black card, so it meant that I could play play on the machines so that there's the selected people are, are given this black card so you got unlimited um, tokens and yeah so after then it was just a case of uh, I met them and then after then I just went and visited uh, visited the other the other sites uh, quite a few more times after that made some more content uh, just just for myself just for my page um, and it was really fun just learning how to take really good shots of arcade machines really good shots of the consoles and then COVID happened, so I couldn't go anymore. I was supposed to go to Liverpool to see that one because that was the last one that I needed to go and see. And then COVID happened, so the hotel got cancelled, so we didn't go. Then we left it for a while. And then I ended up getting in touch with them again. And then they said to me that they said to me earlier this year, there's an opportunity for you if you want to. Like um, we can we were opening some more sites. We'd like somebody to take control of the con of the consoles and get them ready, learn about them, modif uh, modify what you can, fix them when you can and set them all up. And we'll give you, we'll give you that responsibility. We'll do it for three months. And how do you feel about that? 
I took that. I took that responsibility. And for the last three months of it was um, May, June, July. I was then setting up the two new sites. So that was Peter Street, which is Manchester. So the second one in Manchester, and then Edinburgh, which opens next week. And yeah, so started doing that and got my connections ready. So I've got a guy that I use for. Uh, I've got a guy, a, fr- a friend of mine who has a shop, a, a retro gaming shop. I use him for all of my for most of my controllers and. Um, if I need consoles and games and things like that. So I've got that's Vintage Gamer. And then there's also a guy that I use who's he's called Retro Mods. And he is the guy that sorts me out with my modifications. So I'll make sure that the consoles, the consoles that we need, he gets the mods done for us. So yeah, set up the two sites. Everything went well. I've had to learn a lot on the job, and uh, which is something that I love to do. I I don't like to have, I've had jobs before where there's not a lot to learn. So you sort of, you've got a responsibility and that's what you're going to do. And there's no real, there's no real progression or there's no ways for you to learn new things. It's it's pretty, you know, I've had some jobs that are quite stale with this one every day, uh, every day, like I'm learning something new, even if it's just something small that I didn't know or something big or opening up a, a modification that I haven't done before, mm-hmm. I'm always learning. And that is, that's one aspect of the job. That's one of my favorite aspects is that I'm constantly always learning as well. The thing that the other thing that they gain from it as well is the fact that I'm really like super meticulous about everything that I do. It's a blessing and a curse. So, for instance, some people might just buy game, buy like controllers and things, or get them delivered from you know if 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 vintage game run out of stock and I need to get them from somewhere else, I can get them from somewhere else. But even if they even if they say tested or whatever, I will still get them and and meticulously clean them and test them. So I'll test every single button multiple times, and I'll I'll clean them. I'll clean them with a toothbrush and a pin <laughs> uh-huh. and that's the sort of detail that i go into so yeah that I, I i treat them as if they're my own <laughs> so i make sure that everything is absolutely perfect condition and and working flawlessly so that's the other thing that that, that they'll get from from taking me on board is the fact that things are going to get done absolutely properly um, and if anything's if anything's knackered or something doesn't work properly I'll make sure that I fix it. And I've been organizing the giveaway stuff as well. So there's there's some t- the giveaway consoles and giveaway mods. Uh, oh, wow. one of the mods one of the mods was by Jelly Belly Customs who hey. we've had on yeah. yeah. Yeah man. So yes, Jelly Belly. Um he did he did the first one and then I've been doing another one. So I've done one as well. And yeah, so really enjoying modding again as well so i one of my passions is is modifying consoles and stuff so yeah that's um it's really cool to get back on that again i, I think when i talked to you i talked to jelly belly and i talked to um joe 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 bleeps. joe bleeps each one of you said kind of the same thing when it came to modding it was it was really really fun and and mm-hmm. enjoyable to get in there and do what you could and see see what you can make but at the yeah. same time, when you're doing it for other people, then it became a almost a drag. The schedule, and then you get a bunch of orders from people who are really meticulous about their console, or you know, this is the one I had growing up. You mm-hmm. know, I, I need it to work again. And is that something that you're 
going to experience with this? Do you feel different about working with their equipment than you do if you were doing a, a drop shipping refurbished kind of uh, gig? Um, so if I'm completely honest, I was having this conversation earlier. Um, it, it, it doesn't really to me. I mean, I, I can appreciate how when I used to do mods and then I, I, was, I was knocking out like 15 or 20 before Christmas, mm-hmm. it became a drag. That did become a drag um, because I, I put too much on myself and there was all, lots and lots of different people wanting lots and lots of different things. So I understand that, that when I was doing that. But with this, with NQ64, I don't get that at all because there's so many – it's so interesting all the different modifications that are involved and all the different uh, the different all the different controllers and all the different elements that are involved in in getting that console set up i just i love it because it's not it's not the same all the time it's not they're not all the same console so there's there's a variation and it's yeah so i don't get that same feeling with this it's um and i don't think that i will no, I don't. I think I think it was when when I was doing the modding before, and you was under putting yourself under loads of pressure to do to do like fifteen, twenty for people. There was a guy from California, and then there was a guy in Amsterdam, and then it gets a bit hectic, a bit crazy, and and that's why I stepped away from that, and I wanted to do. So now I do, I do one-off modifications. So then I might have fallen back in love with that again, and then I do them for myself. So I like to do them for myself, put them on display, show them off on Instagram, see what I can do. I've got like two in there that are ready to go. So I'll be doing them in a week or two. Uh, one of them is really, really nice. Um, so yeah, the one-off ones, love it. And the console thing, um, yeah, just, yeah, I love it, honestly. It just, yeah, I can't explain it. It's, it's just, I, I can't see myself getting to that stage at all. That's excellent. Yeah, man. Uh, that's the dream. I feel like I've landed yeah, yeah. on my feet, so I'm really, <laughs> really happy. Yeah. Hey guys, wanted to jump in here real quick. Podcasting is something I do more than just for business RPG, where I try to learn and educate and to some degree entertain you guys, but it's something I do as a trade. See, what I do is I help businesses and projects generate exposure, develop professional networks, and attract and retain quality audiences and customers through the power of podcasting. It's an amazing tool, and and if it's worth some of your time to learn more about what I do, or if you just have some questions about getting started or about the industry in general, I would love to meet you. Go ahead and email me, sir.isaac.smith at gmail.com, or find me on Instagram at businessrpg. Send me your questions, send me whatever you got, and I will respond. Let's go back to the interview. Let's talk about tools of the trade that that you're going into, because I know this is is your niche, this is your field, Mm -hmm. but... What I'm curious about, because between the social media content and the modding, what are some ways that it's different? What are some ways that it overlaps doing this commercially, I want to say? It's a good question. Um, They give me a lot of of input in what I do. There's not really many uh, rules or or guidelines to what, what they've sent me because they're so happy with my content. When I've been making TikTok videos, it's pretty much they're pretty cool with whatever I want to do. Um, so yeah, there's not there's not loads of different things that they say you can't do this, you can't do that. There's just there's just I think I think we I discuss um, I discuss with Ellie Ellie from NQ sixty four. She's the marketing 
executive marketing manager she we discuss and we work together to make some content so sometimes we'll talk to each other and then and then we'll say so what let's do cocktails this week so so last week we did some cocktails videos so we normally i do a lot of gaming stuff but this time we decided to do some some cocktail stuff because they've got loads of different gaming themed drinks and they're really interesting it's really really interesting how they make something uh, like retro gaming themed um so there's like one there's one that's called mad max and like he, he gets set on fire it's, it's and there's wow. flames everywhere <laughs> it's really cool so i did uh really enjoyed working with the guys there on doing that content but yeah i get i get a lot of um i get to just do pretty much what i like to do the content i make is what i want to see and that's the sort of way that i've been working with did somebody say retro i make content that i want to see and that's worked for me so somebody told me that a long time ago um or i heard it on somewhere and yeah i've i've, I've run with that ever since so i think that shows that must show really what about on the console and the modding side do you have an idea and you pitch it to them as like, hey, would it be cool if we did a mod like this and put it out there? Or do they have like a set criteria that you're following to keep everything the way they want it? So there is like a, at the moment, there's a five console setup and it's the five that I listed earlier. So they know what they want. So they want it to have a particular modification. They want it to have a particular video output so a particular quality or more or better um and then how many controllers they want so they will so they'll, they'll give me that information and it's not it's not super 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 strict they're also they also say that they're open to new modifications so if if, if i wanted to i could present new ideas and we can go with that and Without going into too much, because I don't want to give, well, I don't really want to give much away. I have presented ideas before, and they, they have liked it. And you know, you may or may not see something new and fresh soon. Yeah. So we'll see about that. But yeah, they, I've, I'm always on social media, so I know all of the latest mods that come out. If anything comes out, I'll let them know. And if they haven't seen it, they usually seen it already anyway. But sometimes there's been things that they, that they might not be you know um aware of these new modifications and then it's 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 exciting for them so we'll talk about it and we'll figure out okay can that be done and then yeah some you know sometimes sometimes things won't work and sometimes things will work and um if you yeah if you if you're following them or following me i'm sure that in the future at some point you might see see some new things in there so let's talk about nq64 what kind of place is it? What's what's the atmosphere? What is the knockout punch that you're getting whenever you come to uh, one, of, one of their establishments? It's like a really big throwback when you go in there. When you see the consoles that are set up and you see the pinball machines and you see all the arcade cabinets of the, the games that you used to play when you were younger and it's got all of the, the music that a lot of people that go there used to listen to as well around the same sort of time. It's like just stepping back in time a little bit, man. It's really, really cool. But it's also got a it's also got a modern touch to it as well, with all the graffiti and the the bars are super cool and all the different drinks that are available. They're really, really cool. Yeah, you get everyone that goes in there is like laid back and uh people are respectful of of how long you play on the games and stuff. So you don't get people like 
you know, tapping on the shoulder and asking you to move or anything like that. There's that much going on in there. There's that much to see and that much to play. It's it's a really cool place to be in there, yeah. Let me ask you this, mm-hmm. because one of the things that I think is one of your big selling points is, and you mentioned it, that feeling that people have when they first see something, the, the nostalgia. Yeah. Do you have any tips for someone when it comes to making nostalgia? Because you, you do it for yourself. Now you're doing it for a whole another business. What goes into making nostalgia as far as posts and as far as product? For me, creating nostalgia is spending some time and not just quickly just taking a photograph. Like spending some actual time because people will see from your content that you've took time on that. So that's important. When it comes to did somebody say retro making content on there, take a photograph of something as close to how it used to be as I possibly can. Um, I know that probably doesn't work for things like modifications because we didn't have modifications back then. In my content, I use CRT televisions or PVMs. So I'm using old technology. I'm using the old consoles rather than emulation. So sometimes people use um, certain methods to emulate consoles and things. I like to use as raw equipment as I can when I make my content because that will ping a memory for you or for anybody that's looking at it that will ping that little nostalgic memory that they've got in their heart that that's what I'm trying to do so I take some time on the content as well because that shows so even like when I make when I made a recent post where it was like a flat lay so a flat lay post is where you put lots of different things down on like a white table or whatever sort of background you want and you put them all in a line or in some sort of um order and take a really cool photograph of it so when I did that I just make sure that everything's in you know perfectly positioned and you're using things that 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 a lot of people would would have had when they were younger so like a, mm. a, a Game Boy or a certain controller or a certain game so you you try to use games that are popular and sometimes sometimes I use a game that is a bit more rare so I don't always like to do posts that are you know, really popular games. I do like to, but not all the time because there are a, there are a percentage of people that are into the rarer games and there are some people that the things that are special with posting rarer games is that they will have likely not seen that for a long time. So if I put up a picture of Tombi, for instance, that's a PS1 game that's very rare. And me personally, I only ever played it for a short amount of time when I was younger and I had the demo disc. So I'd play the demo over and over again. And my friend would come back from school and we'd just play that nonstop up to mm-hmm. the same point and then just do it all again. But if I didn't have a retro gaming page and I saw somebody put up a picture of Tombi, that would blow my mind. So there's two different ways. There's two different versions of nostalgia. There's no- nostalgia that you can get. There's nostalgia that you can evoke if that's the right word, mm-hmm. through to, to the masses where you use a, a popular game or a popular console and then you can use content that is of rarer things so that when when you when you do get when you do get through to someone on the other end of that phone or the other end of that screen and it's something they haven't seen at all or even thought about for 20 years, 25 years, that's super special. So yeah, you could do it either way. And that's when there's particular there's particular games I've put up in the past that are rare and people will say, oh my life, like I have not seen that for so long. 
that really gets me because I read every single comment, man. Everything is, you know, I know there's a lot on there, but I do make sure that I read every single one, even if I don't reply or like them all all the time. Because sometimes I'm pushed for time, I'll always flick through and I'll see the notifications and I'll I'll view them. And uh, yeah, there's there's one particular thing that happened recently, and I can't even remember the guy's name. There's somebody that commented saying, "Thank you so much. I've now set this as my as my phone wallpaper." And that hey, might not yeah. seem like that might not seem like a, a a big thing to a lot of people, but for me, that's like it's the little things that really matter to me. Like that guy has looked at that picture and he likes it that much that he saved it and he's put it on his phone. And we go on our phones all the time, and he's going to mm. see that every, all the time. He loves it that much. The nostalgia was that deep that he wants to see that every single day. So things like that really that's what I'm there for. So. So with somebody say retro, I never started it to make money. I never started it as, as a way of like, right, I need to make some money. Let's start with somebody say retro. It was it was for the love of it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's still a, a lot of it now is for the love of it. It's turned, as people have got more and more interested, I've started being in positions where I can make a little bit of money from it. So I've done modifications and people want them and there's, there's people asking for them. So I'll do that. Um, but it's things like that that is, is payment for me. Like that's... That that payment is is little you know comments like that, that sort of thing means a lot. So that's when I know that it's it's working. The formula's working. So I'm the nostalgia. Yeah, I'm getting that. That everyone's getting that nostalgia. So that's really important for me. I, I think I think the thing that I have in my favour might not be the right way to way to use it, but I'm a, an, an obsessive person, very mm. very obsessive. So if I like something, I get addicted to it. I want to do it all the time, nonstop. So that sort of that part of me works with Disney Say Retro because I can just sink into it and just get all of my what's the word um, my energy out into the into that. So all this excess energy that I have in the day, I'll finish work and work will be an absolute graft. But I still have I've got to get something out because I'm a creative person. I need to get something out. Mm-hmm. I have to make content or make a mod or do something. You just got to keep going, no matter what your idea is. If you, even if you do, you have this really good idea and you do it, and it just doesn't work. Just, just get like, in in a in a nice way. Let's just get over it, and then just move, do something else instead. Just think of another idea, and you'll get there. You'll get there eventually. It, it might take years, which this has. I don't even want to know how many hours I've put into this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> it should just be insane. But um, it's worth it, man. Every time I've been doing stuff, I've just thought it's it's going to pay off eventually. It, it's going it, to, you know, if you work hard, it'll work out. And that's what I keep telling myself. And for you, for your ventures and what you want to do, just keep going, keep going, keep going. That day I got 100 followers is just as important as the, as the day. I'm going to get 30,000 in about two months. It'll be the exact same feeling. I'm not going to feel any more. It's, I'm not going to start jumping up and down more than I did the last time when I got 100 followers. It's the same feeling, man. Um, it's just a great journey. It's just it's exciting. When I speak to people like you or speak to other people that are at the start of a journey, that excites me because I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm watching you. Like I want, I want to see it, man. I want to see, I want to see more guests, and I want to see it expanding and 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 all these other ideas that you have. I, I, it excites me, and I like to see that. So, anything I can do to support it as well, mate. I'm I'm all there. I appreciate that. Yeah.
what else is new for did somebody say retro what what else do you have in the pipe so there's a company called antstream arcade so they are a they're a company that have a, a a gaming platform and they have a gaming platform that's free to play with with ads and then you pay it's only really it's only a small subscription to pay to to remove the ads but you get to I've got it set up on my laptop now you get to play this massive library of old arcade games it, it's huge man i mean there's even it goes up to like metal slug and stuff like that and mortal combat and then it goes back to like um pac-man um there's all sorts on there so there's a game that i really like on there because when i went to manchester nq64 the new one um the directors one of the directors favorite game is a game called tapper and i'm not sure if you've heard of it mm-hmm. um it's a, it's a game where it's got two beer pumps and you pump beer into points there's four there's a few different on the screen there's a few different um there's a few different bars and you've got a basic in a nutshell you've got to pour points for for the the customers that are there mm-hmm. it's it's so addictive i'd never heard of it until then <laughs> um i even beat the director's high score and they hated me for it <laughs> like in a nice way in a nice take way. that boss no, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so um i'm the high scorer in there at the minute so i think i think they're eager to, to knock me off the leaderboard um so yeah competition's good but there's um there's a there's a tapper game on on an stream arcade and they're eager to get me to do a, a challenge on there, so people get to challenge me on a certain level. That's happening in about a few weeks' time, um, so that's really cool. That's just going through at the minute. Um, pretty sure that's definitely going to happen. So that's coming up in a few weeks' time. With collaborations, you know, some of them are things that you, you know, if you're looking at my page, some of them are things that you would be interested, you wouldn't be interested in. If I don't think that it's very relevant, I just won't do it because I'm not. I'm not chasing money. When I have done that in the past, and there's been stages where I have chased money, it doesn't work out. It it just doesn't happen. And from for one reason or another, if I'm just if if I go through this spell where I think oh, I can make you know do something off that, do something off that, then it doesn't work. And I remind myself, you're not in it for that. That's not what it's about. So I have to check myself a couple of times. But it's that's only happened on a very few amount of occasions and it doesn't happen for very long. And I take a step back and remind myself what I'm here for. And yeah, there's there's another couple of things that are happening as well. There's a collaboration that I'm organising with a very good artist called Ravnita Rayet. She's a really good friend of mine. Um, I've known her for years and years. I'm in the process of sorting out a collaboration with me and Ravnita. So I won't give any more than that away, but if you know what she's what she's done in the past it's 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 going to be exciting so i think this is going to it is just the early stages but are we going to do like this sort of one-off little thing so yeah i'm really excited for that so things like that really get me going these you know one-off little special collaborations that it's also a way where i can not that she needs she doesn't need any support whatsoever um she's absolutely killing it but if there's something that i can do to give something back because she's she's helped me out so much in the past um she she did my logo and everything did somebody say retro logo she did it wow um she's done other things for me as well um if i can do something with her and she's so talented at what she does and also show you know use this as also an opportunity to show you guys how capable she is of making good retro gaming content. She makes she makes retro gaming artwork as well. Um, you know, usually Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. If I can just 
even further push what she does to my audience, um, then that's that that's good for me. Like I I enjoy helping people out as much as I can. There's always because I'm constantly thinking all the time. There's always something that comes up. I might think of something tomorrow, like a new project. Um, I actually I have thought about doing a little batch of build your own Game Boy again, um, but it's just time. So I'm I'm working out. So everything's changed now. So my my scheduling has changed since I've changed job. So I'm just started getting used to this again. But I don't want to give too much away because then it'll ruin the surprise. I, I hope that the Game Boy kits is something you never stop doing because. I almost bit the bullet last time. <laughs> Those are cool. They sold fast, man. <laughs> yes, they did. I think the, the first the first batch was first batch was ten and they sold in thirty one minutes. And then the second batch was ten, and then it took a, and then they just they were on the store for a little bit, but it didn't take very long. And then I did those five, um, original Game Boy mod mods. There was five of them. Game Boy DMG, the the original Game Boy. I modified those with these beautiful IPS screen kits with two games um, and and a carry case and stuff as well. They sold in those five sold in two minutes. Wow, completely gone. Um, so I'd love to do something like that again, but it's as time goes on, things get harder to get. So Game Boy DMGs, you can still get them, but they're just. Mm-hmm. It used to be so much easier, and you've got to be mindful of what people are willing to pay as well. So I'm not going to start knocking stuff out that are just mad expensive. Mm-hmm. Sean, you've hit, I would say, a semi-major goal. I don't know if it's one that we talked about last time you were on, but mm-hmm. you know, looking back, what are some things that you've achieved up to this point that you're proud of and what are some goals that you have for the future with what you're doing now as a, in my words, professional nostalgia expert and also as did somebody say retro? So some of the things that I'm really proud of is obviously those little things that I mentioned earlier, like someone commenting saying, I've set this as my background on my phone. Those are little goals for me that that are really special. Um, so there's different types of goals. Then there's then there's the other goals that I'm really proud of. Where I was on the front of the paper, um, I was in front of the regional news, two regional newspapers. Um, and if you go back, if you go into my website, I'm sure I made a media. There's a page. I'm sure I made a page on there called Media, and it shows you the times where I was in the paper and stuff and when I was on the radio. Uh, I was on BBC West Midlands as well. There was That all happened in the space of about a month, I think. It was April. It must have been about two years ago. And that was like a crazy month. So I'm really proud of those those achievements. But those weren't ones that I was aiming for. They just happened. Um, I, didn't, I wasn't aiming to go on the radio. I wasn't aiming to be on the paper. But people were recognizing what I was doing enough that they wanted to talk about it. That was all about the hiring out the consoles and doing events and stuff as well. It was all from that. So that idea that I had about doing events, that came from that. And that just goes to show sometimes if, you know, something that youth believe and that everybody else believes is amazing and just a, a, a perfect formula, it still might not work or it might not work out the way you want to. So that's my, that's a, you know, another point, just a point I'd like to make that even if everybody thinks it's going to work and it doesn't work, it's okay. Just keep going, keep mm-hmm. going. So, so those achievements are, are the main ones, really. Um, the ones that I'm looking forward to, I mean, it's safe to say that getting a job at NQ64 is the biggest achievement from doing what I've 
done and being you know pro- properly recognized for the graft I've put into did somebody say retro and I'll remind you you know the, the amount of time I've put into this is insane um and now getting to get you know the it paying off now where I've I've landed a job in the perfect industry for me you know retro gaming that's my biggest achievement so far and then the ones that I'm looking forward to forward to is um, I mean, I'm not a follower counter as such. I don't, I'm not, but it, it, it's just a byproduct of growing in popularity, I guess. So I am looking forward to um, getting to 30,000. I mean, I'm not sitting there constantly checking and going to be disappointed if I don't get there sooner. It's not like that, but I'm looking forward to getting to that stage because it's just another way of re- reminding myself that, okay, you know, people are. They're not just interested, they're continuing to be more interested. So it's kind of like a yeah, it's like a a bit of a a bit of an a, a reminder that that thing that you know people want to see more. So it sort of puts a bit more fuel in my fire. So they're they're the goals. They're my goals right now. Um I mean it got to a stage before where I said to myself, everything from here is a bonus. Um I'd, I'm not I'm just all I've done is just worked worked really really hard at it just constantly. I mean I'm not sure how did somebody say retro looks to other people because I'm the guy behind it, but it's just an incredible amount of time and 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 work goes into sustaining putting up a post every single day and replying to every single message and up until recently I was replying to every single comment. It gets to a stage where you can't do that because not enough time in the day anymore. So I do as as much as I, as much as I possibly can, and then all the emails, and then I'm on s- s- multiple platforms. So yeah, it's just um, yeah, it's it's nice to to be recognised and um, get to this stage now. So yeah. Well, Sean, I'm just I'm just gonna. I think I've said it already a couple of times, but just congratulations, man. This is this is great. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And and also thank you for sharing it through business rpg you know that is and and i want to get this on the episode that is one of the most flattering and and gracious things i've had from a guest yet i really appreciate that no problem no problem it's 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 um it's cool seeing what you do like i i'd love to do the podcast thing myself but i i I don't think i don't think i do it as well as you do (laughs) man (laughs) sean thank you for coming on i really appreciate your time man no problem thank you very much for having me amazing guys if you would like to follow sean at did somebody say retro on instagram that is the best place to get a hold of him and to follow his escapades also make sure that you follow nq64 on instagram and you will be seeing a lot of his content that he makes for them there also he mentioned that they're on tiktok i'll try and find a link to that as well and put that in the show notes below where you can get all the details for this show's episode Next episode will be airing a week from today. I release on Mondays, Central U.S. time. Also, guys, here soon we're going to have a double feature uh, at some point just to make up for this last week when I missed. I have the content ready. It's just a matter of getting the schedule caught back up. Again, thank you so much to those who were patient with me and who were trying to encourage me during this move. And until next time, I hope that you enjoy. Enjoy.